the Bengals play I'm about to get a couple drinks and watch the Bengals game My city like a zoo, we just watch the Bengals play And I don't know about you, I'm about to watch the Bengals game Go who they, go who they, go Welcome back, Ed, man. Yeah. Tough weekend. Oh, yeah. It, yeah it, this weekend sucked. I mean, it was like rainy. I yeah. think the high was like 58. Yeah. It did, the weather changed from like 95 from summer to 55. Like you saw a state trooper mild on the highway. winter. Yeah. I know I did see that joke on Facebook. I'm sorry, I stepped I, all over. Yeah, it. you stepped all over. It. All That's over okay, it. man. You can tell it again. The weather changed from like 95 to 55. Like it saw a state trooper on the highway. All right, there you go. Thank you. I'm waiting for that one all week. Would have been way better if I hadn't stepped all over. Well, it. it's fine. You know, kind of like the Bengals got stepped all over at the end of the game. They sure did. God, it, was, it, it wasn't good at all. <sighs> So, if you didn't already know, I'm not supposed to. Probably. The Bengals did lose in the final 78 seconds after they took the lead, 28-21. to 21. So, I'm going to break down a couple things here for you. Ed's going to give me his thoughts. I got the good. We're going to start off with the good. By the way, the phone lines are open if you'd like to discuss. So, the good I got. Tyler Boyd, I think, was the, the one lone bright, bright, bright spot. Tyler Boyd balled out in that game. Seven catches, 62 yards, two touchdowns. Um, I was listening to the uh, Bengals Beat podcast, and Pro Football Focus was on there saying that I think Tyler Boyd's like one of the most efficient catchers in the NFL. Like, as, as far as like if you throw it, he catches it. Um, gonna... He doesn't. He doesn't drop. He hasn't. I don't think he's dropped this season. AJ Green's actually up there as well, which surprises me because I feel like he's dropped an awful lot. He Maybe he wasn't one right on the numbers. He he dropped two this week, um, but outside of that, I think he's actually caught everything. But he has actually dropped the ball while holding it, which is a fumble. Well, that, <laughs> that happens, was earlier yeah. in the season, right? That happens from time to time. Um, some other bright spots though, because um, Tyler Boyd catching on third downs all over the place. Like I said, seven catches, 62 yards, two touchdowns. Um, CJ Uzama uh, filling in for both Eifert and Croft. Croft is out, I believe, with a broken foot, and he might be out the rest of the year. Um, Eifert done for the season. We already knew that. Um, so CJ Uzama had six catches for 54 yards. Um, Joe Mixon, I don't know why they didn't give him the ball more. He had At one point, he had the most receptions in – on the, on the team. Well, he had four catches, 20 yards, 11 carries, 64 yards, averaging 5.8 every time he touched the ball on at least uh, carrying um, five yards on, on catching. Um, Andy Dalton, say what you want about Andy Dalton, but he was under pressure the whole game. Dude, Andy Dalton looks like a new new quarterback. Putting dimes out there. He was dropping it on the numbers. He's throwing lasers with accuracy. Putting it where only the receiver has a chance to catch the ball for the most part. Um, there there were a couple dropped interceptions by Pittsburgh, but Cincinnati had a couple dropped interceptions of their own. That's true. Um, but Andy Dalton, 26-42, 229, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and he had pressure in the backfield 
all day. Andy Dalton looks comfortable in the pocket this year. And not only that, but there's just – he's a different like, – he's fired he's confident. up this year. He's confident. Like, he's coming out of these plays. Like, in the past, it's been Andy Dalton coming out of, out of you know uh, – well, Miss, uh, what am I looking for? Incomplete passes, just like, oh, it's okay, we'll be fine. And but this year he's coming out like last yelling year, at the players for missing the cover, like missing the plays. Last year he was running scared. I think anyone who watched the game would agree he was literally running scared. This year he's stepping up in the pocket, even under pressure. It's been great to watch. Greg, he has not been throwing with this type of accuracy and this type of intensity behind his passes. It's been good. It's been good. I've been, listen, I've been a Dalton guy since he's been here. I was never an A.J. McCarron needs to be on the field no, guy. Neither was I. But, um, no, Andy Dalton's doing doing the damn thing, you know? I he's, mean, it's it's been good to watch. I think um, Bill Lazor showed him how to throw lasers. Well, he like goes that. to see the same quarterbacks coach that Tommy Brady does. I, that's what I'm saying. So, the confidence is there now. Um, well, he's been going to, uh, I think the guy's name is like House or something like that. Something like that. Um, anyway, special teams. Erickson had three kick returns for 122, averaging 40.7 a return. Uh, Kevin Huber had six punts for 45 yards. Bullock was three for three on extra points. He was perfect. Um, but Huber, man, that one punt that he had, I, I think it rolled about 20 yards yes. after. Um, he was just doing his thing, too. Um, and it was great to see Erickson, who I think we recorded that I was not in favor of him actually making the team or even being the guy making the returns. I wanted Darius Phillips out there. Um, and I've been happy with Erickson. He's done what he needed to do. So, it's you got nice. any other um, highlights for the Bengals on Sunday? Um, no. Alright. So, the bad. Yeah. I only have a couple things on the bad before we get to the ugly. Clock management. The bad that I uh, no, no, was the ugly clock management. Um, no turnovers on defense. Uh, we we didn't do. There was no pressure from the defense really all day. Um, and we'll get to a little bit more of that here in a minute. Um, but there were no turnovers. Um, they weren't really putting Ben in a spot where he was forcing the ball into coverage. He wasn't forcing passes. He was just chilling back there all day um they only touched ben once uh according to pro football focus um which i mean watching it i didn't even think they got one time um, uh perfect got in his face once actually he got in perfect's face it was after that that, that shouldn't surprise yeah. anybody yeah um but yeah, there was no pressure back there at all for a team that's heralded for its defensive line and sunk a ton of money into Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap they really didn't get back there at all I remember at one point Geno Atkins had two people blocking him and he was called somehow for defensive holding I don't know how that happens Um, but they didn't actually call holding on us uh, on the offensive line of Pittsburgh at all well no I mean the Pittsburgh got all the calls in that game. Well, we'll we'll get to that as I'm, well. Why am I jumping ahead? I don't know. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. You can't. You can't. Say, uh, the Bengals should have been taking notes on. Hey, anybody who comes in the backfield, just grab them up by the neck, by the jersey. They aren't calling holding today. No, they like, sure aren't. <laughs> 
I mean, it wasn't for lack of effort, I don't think, by the defensive line. They just legitimately, there were a ton of holding calls. I don't usually like to be that guy because I know that the age-old adage is, oh, there's holding on every play. You can't just call holding all the time unless it's egregious. Right. right, fine, I get it. It was egregious. Like, there were a couple times where dudes were heads backwards yep. and trying to go after Ben, and they couldn't get there. Um, I don't know. I hate being the guy who's like, I blame the refs because I think that that's just – I'm trying really hard not to get too amped up. And start well, because the because the, the the fire back is we shouldn't let it get to that right, point. and you really shouldn't. Um, but we were playing behind. Uh, the next point I have for the for the bat is is the injuries got really ugly in that game. Yeah, um, we were already without um, like we talked about earlier, Tyler Eifert, Tyler Croft. Um, there were the uh, Geo wasn't playing. Um, he had the MCL sprain. Um, we already had lingering injuries that we knew about to Preston Brown with his ankle and shoulder. Um, Clint Bowling had been out from practice this week. William Jackson had been out in practice this week. Um, but the injuries that we did sustain in the game, Nick Vigil had an MCL, MCL sprain. Um, Darquez Denard injured his shoulder. Sean Williams had a concussion, had to leave the game. He wasn't in for the final minutes. Uh, William Jackson the third. He barely walked off the field by all accounts at the end of the game. Like, he was struggling to even walk off the field. Uh, Carlos Dunlap had to leave the game at one point. It looked like cramps to me. Um, he didn't seem to be in any pain after the game or anything. Um, so, injuries hit us, man. Injuries hit us hard. hard. They hit us hard. They, were, they weren't good to us. They um, weren't good to us at all. You know, on that final play where it may or may not have been a pick, we'll get to that. Um, Darquez Denard, Sean Williams, William Jackson hobbling around out there, almost needing a walker. Um, I mean, that's three of your, what, four or five defensive backs and already being down Nick Vigil, so you're you're down one of your linebackers. That's not a whole lot of guys left on your defensive line. You know, it's, it, it's not good, or, man. Your defense in general, rather. Um, yeah, it was It was bad. I, I, I wanted more from the defense. I wanted more from the defense too. I, I, so I, I'm going to jump ahead. So when we scored and gave them the ball back with one minute and 18 seconds left on the clock, yep. The first thing that went through my head is I've seen this story before. The Steelers are going to get the ball. They're going to march down the field. They're going to score a touchdown. But then I thought to myself, nope, nope. Our defense has been good this year. Our but you're missing that many players. Hold, well, I know, and I guess I didn't take that into account when I was, you know, praying. Uh, but <laughs> it was just it, it, it wasn't. Uh, I wanted more. All right. Well, I mean, we shouldn't have given the ball back with a minute and eighteen seconds. Left. Speaking of wanting more, let's get to the ugly. This is the story of the end of the game. Um, first problem I have with the Bengals and how they ran the game towards the end of the game third quarter fourth and one we're on our own 40 driving down the field we don't we don't even think that we're going to do that what the hell are you punting it for why are you punting it because we're you need to go a yard he doesn't take risks like that you're on your 40 it's not really a risk everyone sometimes you don't even punt it that far Every once in a while, he'll surprise us with taking a risk. Like shouldn't that. have even been a surprise. It should have just been a go. Well, you think? You think for a second Luke Fickle's going to do that? No, no. Not, 
He's not. I can't say what he is, but... Yeah, no, not Luke. Luke is going to go for it every time. Yeah, because he has balls, man. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. You can say that. I I, I think we're all adults here. Except well, I don't my, know what my, Facebook says. My, my nephew's listening <laughs> later on. I don't know what Facebook <laughs> says. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that was the first issue that I had. Um, because that could change the entire complexion of the game if you go for it there. Oh, um, yeah. I, I wouldn't have punted it. In Madden, I don't punt it on my own 40, I'll tell you that. I don't either. Um, In Madden, I don't ever punt. So, of course, you know, then you have the pick. Was it a pick? Wasn't it a pick? It's been a huge topic of conversation, not just locally, but nationally. They've been talking about it on all the after football shows. They've been Get talking a phone about it. All right, let's take a call. Caller, you live. What's up, guys? It's Ronnie. How you guys doing? Hey, what's, what's going, going on, man? Man, I'm listening to you guys. I'm on the edge of the couch right now, listening to you guys about the Bengals game. It wasn't pretty, was it? Man, I mean, in way in ways, yes, and in ways, no. I mean, I mean, you're, you're on the ugly now. So, I mean, shout out to my dude Tyler Boy at Fantasy, uh, <laughs> big time. He sat know, on my bench, big time in all three leagues. Uh, uh, Back to what end, man? Fourth and one, man. That's a no. That's a that that you got to go for it. I mean, that's you don't punt there. You go for it. I agree. You grab a pair. You're you're at home. It doesn't matter if you're playing the Steelers or not. You go for it and you get a yard, and and, and you, you just got to take it. I mean, if you want to be the guy who's winning these types of games, yes. you have to act like the guy that wants to win these types of games. You have to. You have to. Bar none. You have to. So that. That killed me, as I'm sure as many Cincy fans. Um, like I said, whether we're playing Pittsburgh or not, I mean, that's just – that's that. And then with all the guys on defense, uh, Ed, I'm with you, man. I wanted to see so much more, but the first thing I thought, man, it's, it's, as soon as we scored, I was like, God, there's so much time left yep. for Roethlisberger. And I did not want to say that, but in my head I'm thinking, dude, this is, this is too much, and I've seen this. Same song and dance. I've seen this way too many times. So, At the same time, I don't know. I'm just I don't know. I mean, here on the edge of the chair watching baseball now, thinking exactly what you guys are talking. The only, I had to call. The only counter I got to that is, you know, they ran the ball eight yards out. They aren't expecting to score right away. They're trying to run the clock. And if you can score, you score. You don't just dive at the one-yard line because we had stopped Pittsburgh earlier in the game at the half-yard line on a touchdown call they probably missed. But you run out yeah. the play clock. You run out the clock. I mean, you... they should have run the play clock down. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, for sure. Given it to for sure. With, uh... I mean, there's, there, you play it back. There's, there's always things you could have done. Sure. Sure. But I'm, I'm yep. thinking the, the stuff you guys are saying. I'm like, God, I, I, I feel you guys. As I'm sure several other Cincy fans are thinking right now, as they're listening, I'm like, what is going on, guys? Yep. Well, thanks for the call but, tonight, uh, Ronnie. Good, yep. Good listening, you guys. You guys have a good night. All right, man. Thanks a lot for calling. See you, bud. Later. All right, bye. So, yeah, he kind of got to a point that I want to make, though. Um, you know, we the clock management was an issue. Yes. 25 seconds, you're hiking the ball going down the field on that last drive. 25 seconds left on the, on the clock. On the play clock. Yeah. You don't snap it that early. No. 17 seconds on that last run. There's still 17 seconds left when you ran the ball with Mixon. Yep. 
again, I don't think they expected to score, which is why they run. They're not passing the ball. You know, that would have been poor clock management. But if they don't score right there, to your point, if you wanted to drag the clock out and all that and they don't score, then you're saying, why didn't you rush it? Why didn't you hurry it up? Why weren't you trying to get in the end zone? You score when you can score. I got you there. The only knock I have is just let you at least run it down to 10, run it down to 5. Something. Not 17, 25 when you're hiking the ball. Right. But I'm telling you right now, all all the same Bengals fans that are all upset, like, you left too much time on the clock. If they hadn't scored because they were dragging the clock out, all those same fans are, what are you doing? Yeah, well, that's true. You I have mean, to score when you score. Like, you can't not score. No, that's, you're, you're 100% true. We would have been – people would have been criticizing Marvin Lewis just the opposite absolutely. way around. But I just – and right, you got to score when you got to score. When you're yes. at the five-yard line, do and it. Again, and I, I can't say it enough to everybody who I've talked to this week already about, you know, what are they doing running Joe Mixon into the end zone? They weren't trying to – Unless the Steelers just let them score to get the ball back at that point, um, I don't think they expected to score right away. No, I don't think they did either. Running eight yards out, what else are you supposed to do to try and run the clock? But I think that was played by the by the Steelers. I think it was, well, just let them score. It may well have been. Let them score. No one said as much at this point. That's just right. me kind of assessing the situation. But in that scenario, you're at the eight-yard line. You're going to just go, 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 and then have no time? Or do you want seventy eight seconds? And and so, you said like coulda, shoulda, woulda, right? Mm-hmm. So if we go now to the play to uh, A B, right? And, yeah. And the supposed pick. The supposed pick. I. I'm not getting up too. I'm not getting too upset about that. I think it was a pick because. Oh yeah. I if think you're it was Tony McRae, Granted, Tony McRae is a young buck. He was, I believe, undrafted. Um, but he's a rookie, if I'm not mistaken, rookie or first year. It was illegal. I mean, um, that's but what's he supposed to do? He, that's a question. He, he had literally. It doesn't matter if it's him in there. It doesn't matter if it's Denard in there. It right. doesn't matter if it's Dre in there. The way that play was run, you literally had no go. There was nothing you could have done. It was it was an illegal pick. That there's no question about that. But the problem is, is that. You, there are illegal plays on every play. Well, we've already brought and, that up once tonight. Yeah, right. And so same with the we, holding. But yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, earlier in the game, Drake or Patrick with his brilliantness headbutted Juju Smith. Didn't call it. Nope. And so we can't rely on the refs every time. Agreed. Yes, we which want them why, to play. Which is why I don't want to be right. blame the ref guy. That's why I don't want to be that guy either. That's why I'm not. Uh, basically, that's my point. I don't. I'm not getting upset about that. The only thing I'm upset about, as far as refs go, for me, is just the lack of. You you can't call the game. They were consistently inconsistent. But you can't not call holding the entire day. That's ridiculous. That's correct. For our defensive line to not get through to Ben at all the entire day, that's absurd, man. Anyway, um, getting into more topics to fire me up. Um, Vontez Perfect. This guy has already had one hell of a week, not in a fun way. <laughs> so I don't know how many of you guys caught this, but earlier in the game, Vontez Perfect was taken out of the game for missing a tackle. I believe it was on that Vance McDonald play, that long play. Came out of the game. Um, he waved the coach off who was trying to talk to him about the tackle that he missed, and he went and sat on the bench. And the team claims that he was temporarily injured. A lot of the people who are watching the game that are of the media side think that he was just benched for missing a tackle and taken out of the game. 
Right. Um, then you have the hit on Antonio Brown with that errant elbow out right to the head. I still don't know what to think about it. I got nothing on that one. There's a, I saw the play. I don't think it was egregious. I think he was just coming in. It was taking three Bengals to take these guys down all, all the whole you game. So, wrong. Yeah. And, you and know, at one time, Preston Brown was hanging on to uh, Vance McDonald. Yes. Yep. With all his might, mm-hmm. and then had to bring another guy come over. And so, Preston's no, I mean, he's no little dude. So, Joe Thomas, uh, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, he's now retired, um, going to be a future Hall of Famer. Um, he wants Vonta suspended for the year. So that's that's no, that's a lot for that hit. Um, as for Ben Roethlisberger, do you have the audio on his radio? I couldn't find the audio. No. All right, um, I have it here somewhere. I'm trying to find it. Um, also, YouTube's down, so I can't really get yeah, it. Yeah, that doesn't help anything. WCPO just reported. Um, so here is what Ben had to say, um, according to Post. Dash Gazette.com uh, during his radio show on 93.7 The Fan. Uh, that very next play, he's standing there, points to Juju and says, you're next. To me, that's completely uncalled for, and that's where I think I had the biggest issue. He hits AB, then literally, as I'm under center for the next play, he points at Juju and says, you're next. Roethlisberger said, how do you allow that stuff? Roethlisberger talked of his conversation with Burfecht earlier in the game. After I did call the quarterback, after I did the quarterback sneak that they called back, he got in my face. I said, "Hey, listen, it's good to have you back out here." After Burfecht's four-game suspension to start the season, he got all feisty and wanted to fight. I told him that my wife was praying for him. Roethlisberger said he didn't like that either. He doesn't like anything. All right, I have so many issues with that entire statement. So time many out, issues. Time out, time out. So, so Vontas is getting in his face, and his response is, my wife is praying for you? We've all been praying for you, Big Ben, ever since that awful weekend down in Athens, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> second, pray for second, the play that ben. he's talking about where Vontas is supposedly calling out Juju saying, you're next, you're next. All right. that's I watched the video. It's not what he's calling. Well. Juju's going into motion, and he very well could be pointing out, saying, you're next, you're next. Or he could be saying, motion, motion. No one really knows unless you're on the field, unless you're Big Ben, trying to paint a narrative. All right? He pointed twice, too. So the next thing that I take issue with, though, it's football, man. Like, the whole thing is, like, you're out there, and you're in a gladiator sport, right? Am I wrong? You're right. All right. So what are you trying to do? Unless you're a quarterback. You're trying to intimidate the guy on the other side of the line, whether you're on offense or on defense. And if you're the biggest wrecking ball in all of sports right now, sometimes dangerous, what are you going to do? You're going to try and get in their head. You're next. You're next. He's not saying, I'm going to murder you, which, by the way, that happened, Pittsburgh. You did that on Twitter the year before. You actually threatened to kill him if you ever saw him on the beach. Uh, Vince Williams, I believe that was oh, you. Yeah, I remember yeah, that, on yeah. Twitter. Uh, the next thing, though, is uh, hello, Juju. You literally took him out and stood over him. And if that wasn't enough, then in the next game that you played and scored, you had a celebration where you mocked the fact that you took him out and stood over him. You're not wrong. So not only do you have all of those things going on, but you also have this week. Pittsburgh players saying that they were actually going out after him 
after the play last year when AB got hit or something, when, whenever it happened. Um, I think Juju. No, uh, was it Juju? I don't know who it was. It was no, it was somebody else got injured, but they said they were actually going after him, even though I think it may have been Le'Veon Bell. And it, it wasn't was, Shazier because he got. Oh, it was yes, it was. It was the Shazier was hit. That? They thought that it was intentional, so they said they were oh, going out after oh, Bengals. Oh, gotcha. Uh, no, your dude just doesn't know how to tackle. It wasn't the first time he led with his helmet. He actually took Geo out the year before in the playoffs, doing the same thing. That's a true. I'm thing, sorry man. he broke his neck and had issues walking for a while. I'm actually really sorry about that. That sucks. But it does suck. You don't tackle correctly. So with all those things going on, you got this dude who's not even 30 yet. I don't believe. So he's still trying to figure out all of this. He's clearly got issues just psychologically with how to control himself during the game. All he said was, you're next. You're next. It's not like it hasn't been said before. Again, he didn't say, I'm going to murder you. And even if he did, how many times have we seen it in the movies and TV from the satellites that they have on the sidelines where they're actually catching players saying things? Right. That's mild. Right. It's Football, dude. You're not allowed to hit receivers now. It's unreal. Flags Somebody, uh, I think it was William Jackson after the game. William Jackson or Sean Williams, one of them. They were saying, you know, you got all these new rules protecting the offense. What are you doing to help the defense? Right. Nothing. Might as well not have defense anymore. Might as well put their hands behind their back and let them block with their body. Like I said, man, the, the, literally, I mean... The only the, I'm going to leave some last words for that game because clearly I'm upset about the whole Vontaze Perfect thing. Oh, man. Just should have, could have, would have, man. Man, man, man. So, up next, we do have the Chiefs. Uh, the game was flexed to Sunday night, and the Bengals are 0-5 Fourth. since 2011 on Sunday Night Football. What time is it? Uh, Why do I think it's a 4.30 game? It's not. Okay, it was good. flexed to Sunday Night Football. So it'll be right around 8.30. Put the little guy to bed. Uh, I'm going to have to. Put the littler guy to bed. You'll be all right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm playing this for you right now, man. (laughs) Yeah. I'm upset. 50,000 on my head is disrespect. I mean, I did kind of lose my mind there for a minute. You're upset. (sighs) Um, The good thing about Kansas City is... They're giving up a ton of scores this year. Their defense has been lackluster. Um, what? Travis Kelsey, though. I mean, their offense has been phenomenal. Right. Um, literally, if you drafted only Kansas City Chiefs, you're probably sitting pretty right now. I didn't. Until the bye week. Um, I've actually had a... <laughs> I know you got some uh, some soundbite on, on this whole Patrick Mahomes thing, though. You are obsessed with Patrick Mahomes. Not just his voice, but you got the other one on from William Jackson, right? Uh, it's in here somewhere. When they know, and then we went through a dry spell where we couldn't seem to get a win, and so just knowing that and knowing that—that's the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback's voice. They do call him Kermit. He's—he's—he <laughs> does sound like Kermit. That they is do, a good point. They do call him Kermit. That's a very good they point. They also refer to him as Froggy. Froggy Fresh? No, not Froggy Fresh. No. Why are you so obsessed with his voice? Like, I mean, because it's hilarious. You, you can't let it go. No. This is called filibustering. What are you talking about? Mm, filling the dead air until you can pull up the sound. I mean, I had it open. I don't know what happened to it, but... 
be better, Ed. I think I found that Gary Clark audio and that doesn't got excited us at all. I think the whole internet's down, not just YouTube. All right. Yeah. Well, moving on. FCC. So, playoffs. Ed? Playoffs. 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 Playoffs get started at I'm Nippert. I'm trying to win a game. <laughs> they start at Nippert at 4 on Saturday. Saturday. FCC has Nashville SC, um, who actually was regular season 8th place to our first, um, and did happen to be the last game of the season as yes, well. It did. In um, Nashville. We played Nashville three times during the regular season this year. We never beat them. It was never. a tie. It was a tie, yeah. Never lost. Um, three ties, 0-0, zero, 1-1, zero, one, one, three, three. Um, FCC has asked for a blue out. Okay. That's fair. I have a blue shirt. Are you going? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Are you actually thinking about going? So the kids' daycare is having a parents' night out, but I don't know what time it starts. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I was thinking about it. All right. Um, so, they did finish the season with the USL's unbeaten streak record. Um, I believe that ended at, what, 20 games? I should actually um, know that. I believe so. Uh, help us out there, Facebook. Um, Bill, what it ended at. <laughs> what it is, though. Um, Emmanuel Ledesma. This week uh, was signed to a three-year MLS deal. All right, then. Uh, because he did have 16 goals and 16 assists. Uh, the 16 goals were an FCC record. 16 assists were a USL record. Um, he was also named the USL assist champion. And there are a lot of talks about him being the USL MVP. It, it, there's a good shot at that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. No, nor should you be. No. Um, Our goalkeeper, Evan Newton, was given the USL Golden Glove Award. Uh, He had a .8 goals against average in 20 matches, 9 shutouts, and had a 77.8 save percentage. Um, However, like I said, um, as far as USL MVP, along with Young Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Defender of the Year, Goalkeeper of the Year, and USL All-League teams, they'll all be announced in November, which is next month. Uh, We do, however, have the first overall pick in the MLS Super Draft, which is January 11th in Chicago, (laughs) which is right after the MLS Player Combine, January 3rd through 9th in Orlando. So Greg wants, or not Greg, I'm sorry, Bill wants, uh, pardon the punctuation, to fund um, him going to, to the Super Draft. Um, and he wants press passes. Huh. Well, 
I, I did not know it was in Chicago. I don't think it works like that either. Um, MLS is a lot harder than USL to get press passes. That's for. what I've heard. So there's that. I mean, we um, can always give it a shot. We I didn't can, know it was we'll in give, Chicago. But. We'll give anything a shot once. Sometimes twice. Um, not sure. Anything else you got? I mean, I'm excited to see them in the playoffs. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of hype over buying a championship that we've talked about a couple different times. Um, a lot of hype around the stadium. Um, but this thing's become a real. Um, here we are now in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. We oh, had yeah. a hell of a season, clearly. Oh, yeah, um, and it's good to see something to be excited about. I'm not going to lie. I'm, 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 I'm getting into the playoff hype. Uh, I was just on eBay the other day trying to find Looking uh, for a kit. No, I was trying to get a scarf. Okay. I want the hell is real scarf, though. Okay. I did because see you tweeting did, about that. Yeah. Well, because I did see that Columbus was saved. I did see that. Yeah. So they will uh, be Because our... the Cleveland Browns owner, I believe, Marky Mark pulled out of the deal, which was going to take them to... L.A.? No. <laughs> L.A. already has a team new this year. Uh, not just the Galaxy, I don't think. I think they actually have two now. That's so. right. Um, but I think it was going to take them to Texas. Ooh. Texas forever. Oh, yeah, I got that. All right. Texas forever. Texas forever. Yo, everybody, listen up. Let's do it. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God. Speaking of which, I just finished that series for the third time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, But, yeah, (laughs) I want a Hell's Real Scarf because, you know, them and I heard the fans actually finally showed up when they had the rally to keep them in town, even though they didn't actually go to a game, probably because <laughs> it was free and they didn't have to watch them lose. I don't know. Just That's throwing fair. some things out there. That's fair. But uh, <laughs> That's super fair. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, every, like I said, Marky Mark pulled out, and uh, the owner of the Browns, I read, was supposed to be stepping in and trying to help save the team. That's not going to help them much. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'd want to be touched by the opposite of the uh, – King Midas, where everything he does. Who's a quarterback for the Browns before Baker Mayfield? Uh, Tyrod. Tyrod? Maybe he'll be the new... Tyrod, as he told everybody on Hard Knocks. Maybe he'll be the new goalkeeper for Columbus crew. Why? Just seems like a Cleveland thing to do. Hmm. But, anyways. All right. Yeah, that's why I want the scarf. Um, I'm also looking for any other scarfs. Um, I might just buy one from Cincy Shirts since I have a $25 gift card. There you go. But I'm, I'm getting into it. I want to put it, I want to put one up here somewhere on the rafters maybe. Maybe above the TV. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Lots of choices. Lots of spots. All right. Yeah. You see football. I'm hitting play, brother. All right. Yeah. At some point, when I start talking, the audio is going to end up coming up. I have no idea what's going on here. Okay. So, we are up to number 20 in the AP. Number 21 in USA Today coaches poll. Um, That's a big deal. It is a huge deal. We jumped from 25 last week to 20 and 21 this week. All because some other teams lost. Um... USF is 21 and 20, um, so they flip-flop with us in both of those two polls. And UCF is 10 in the AP and 9 in the coaches poll. So we had our bye week last week. Yes. We have Temple coming up on Saturday. 
Temple were actually a three and a half point underdog. Uh, they're four and three, and yet we're still the underdog. Which whatever. That's weird. They're three and zero in conference. Good for them. Um, if we beat Temple, we're looking pretty going into the end of October, going into November, which is what we've talked about our hardest stretch. Where right. You have Navy, USF, UCF. If USF and UCF continue winning, which we need to continue to root for our fellow brethren here in the AAC. If they continue winning and we beat both of them, I'm not saying we're going to get into the four-game playoff. Not by any no. shot. But we could get a good but bowl we game. A real good bowl yeah, game. A real good bowl game. And if we could somehow win that bowl game, Luke already won in the Rose is bowl looking year. like a monster. That's a true statement. And if Luke Fickle's looking like a monster with us, I don't know. I mean, I know every year in the off season we talk about trying to get into that better bowl, or a better conference, rather. Maybe we don't lose this coach. Ugh. Because maybe this team ends up into a better one of the Power Five conferences. I don't, I don't think, think it's lose. crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Um, I don't think we lose the coach, but I do think... Um, I hope not already. I don't know that we get into a better conference. There was talks of the Big 12 at one point. There was talks of the Big 10 at one point, but Ohio State won't let us in the Big 10. Um, They're scared of us. Yeah, well, they got us in 2019 coming up unless they bail out. So, um, so like I said, we are the three-and-a-half-point underdog going into Temple. Uh, currently, we are ranked 27th in the nation in offense. And we have third-ranked scoring defense under 14 points. Um, that's pretty good. Craig just said, but the AAC is a Power 6 conference. That's true. Thanks, Craig. That's true. His, Greg's boy, Brad Redford, has really been just hating on the AAC in his podcast. Well, at least that's how I feel. Brad Redford, correct me if I'm wrong has a Xavier podcast, right? It's called Be Different. He, But yeah, pretty much. Right. How's their football team doing? They're doing real good. Undefeated. Yeah. Since Forever. 1986 or something like that. Forever. Huh. Dylan said that UC would not survive in the SEC or the Big Ten. Well, no one talked about going to the SEC, but I think we'd be doing quite better than Rutgers is doing in the Big Ten, but somehow they got in. How's Maryland and that dumpster fire? <laughs> Coach killing people. I don't know. That's not good. It sucks. That's a bad look. Yeah, well. That's a bad look. Here we are. I'm not down with that look. Um, so, Fickle was named to the Dodd Trophy watch list along with 16 others this week as well. So, um, looking at Coach of the Year along with 16 other people. But that's pretty good. Yeah. Good stuff. I'll be um, excited to see another game this week. Yeah, I don't know. The week's off or kind of hard on Saturday to find something to do unless you're painting all day. I got in the catering van on Saturday to head out to Caesar Creek. Turn on the radio. And I turn on the radio. I'm like, Bearcats. Oh, Wait a minute. No, they're not on this week. They're not on this week. All right. UC basketball. Yes, sir. No sound bites are working. No. All right. 
So the whole internet is down I right now. Everything. I don't know how we're still going. Jaron Cumberland was named to the Jerry West Shooting Guard of the Year watch list. I was just about to say that. I just had it pulled up. And also was named a preseason first team AAC member, team member. Oh. He was also named JP, JP McCarra's daddy. Uh, I don't think that there's any accuracy to that statement. I will find out from the test. Um, I think he is the father, however, of number 34 of Xavier, who looks like his child. That's a true statement. Um, look it up. A poor Not man's Jerry Cumberland. We um, talked about that. Yep. So, you see, this week was voted second place for the AAC coaches preseason poll behind UCF and, uh, more importantly, behind their... Apparently, they have a good guard, BJ something, and uh, their center, who I remember from last year, Taco Fall. I was about to say, like Taco seven, Fall's six. still there? Yeah, he was injured. He's, he's he, no good at basketball. He, I mean... He's out there. He's doing something. My dude, Mama Dude Diara, will take care of him. Um, Mama Dude, like, I love tacos. Stop it. Um, other. He, uh, he other, would say it. You know it. Other news. Follow him on the snap. Other news for UC. Follow him on the snap. UC NBA. Dude, Gary it's big. Clark. It's big. Gary Clark is now on NBA 2K. That's big news. Not only is Gary on NBA 2K, Troy Calpain. Troy Calpain. And then we already had Lance. And we already had Jacob Evans. That's four. That's four. SK is also a free agent on uh, 2K. I have a feeling SK is going to be a free agent all year. I hope not. Um, Gary Clark is on a two-way contract, though. Uh, He is part of the roster of 14 on the Rockets. Troy Calpain signed his two-way deal roughly about two or three weeks ago. It's actually pretty cool. Um, It's also... NBA Day today. Happy NBA Day. Happy NBA Day. I can't get the game on the TV either. I, I, I telling you, Dan, the whole internet's down. What today. happened to the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh yeah, it you were is. so excited about this. Uh, I told I you also, I got you. I was also excited about the Gary Clark audio. Oh my god. <laughs> happy NBA Day. Yeah, Happy NBA Day. That was the end because you already played through the whole thing. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Here it is. Why <laughs> Lennon <laughs> Made into an entire song. <laughs> Unreal. That's the one sound that you get today. Remember two episodes ago I called the episode The Internet Hates Me? Yeah. This might be the internet that hates me I part two. Maybe. This might be it. <laughs> YouTube down. Everything's down. Speaking of YouTube, you can check us out on Facebook. <laughs> Pardon the punctuation. Check us out on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy. Check us out on Instagram. Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. We're now on YouTube. You can get your fix whenever you're on YouTube. Just look up Pardon the Punctuation. Give us a call. We are live right now, 513-818-2077. If we aren't live when you're listening to this on your podcast, feel free to leave us a voicemail. Call us with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. Also check out our website. I finally have a bio, www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog. We got if you haven't already, and then this week we do have our newest blog on the Reds managerial search. So speaking of the NBA, last week we talked about how 
Mike D'Antonio. Um, D'Antoni. D'Antoni. Yeah. Uh, was giving Gary Clark some praise, and yeah. I actually let's see if we can get that to play thanks to the internet. You're pretty. You're pretty cool. You know that know someone as uh, intelligent as him as far as basketball standpoint and knowing what talent is and guys that can produce on the court. You know, he's just one of a few Cincinnatians and North Carolinians that, you know, now he knows what they all know. So <laughs> it's, you know, it is what it is. We take it. You know, I told him. I guess that's over. Family and friends, you know. Nope. Yeah, it's over. Who was that talking? That was Gary Clark. Oh, his voice is way deeper than I well, remember. Yeah, he's, well, he's in the NBA now. He's a grown man. Oh, all right. He had the grown man game in college, too, but now he's in the NBA with the grown man game. So. That's right, Greg. The Lake Show. Is this the best group of UCNBA players that we've ever had? That's a, So, if you remember, at one point, Denver had. Well, hang on. I'm getting there. Okay. Obviously, it's not the none of these players are the best player ever. Big O is the best UC player. Corey Blunt. Am I missing? Oh any? yeah. Ru- was Ruben out there with that group of guys? I don't know if he was out there when. Nick I don't think he was out there at the same running. time. Yeah. Kenny Martin was out there for like sixteen years. Yeah. Um, uh, Satterfield? No, not Satterfield. I'm sorry. Um, Demar Johnson. He was out there for a little while. He was out there with. Uh, in Denver, with he was in Atlanta, and Denver. Yeah, Satterfield was in Denver. Denver was in, yeah, he was in Denver with uh, Kenyon and Mello. Fortson was out there in Denver as well. Uh, before the yeah, mm-hmm. yep. But it's definitely at least the best group of players out there since Kenyon Martin, Van Exel, Fortson. And they're all on NBA 2K, which I plan on playing after we're done with this podcast. He's not going to work. That's his call off. No, it's not a call off. I got to train tomorrow. I got to train tomorrow. Um, I don't have much on the Reds. Like I said earlier, um, be sure to check out our blog. Ed, anything you want to say about your boy and his credentials? Joe's? Yeah. Oh, Joe's a good writer. Joe uh, is a great great read. He's a good sports. He, he, He loves sports. He loves Cincinnati sports. Um, so, so he had his an internship. And, like he actually has credo to he was, writing about the Reds, right? He was with the Reds, um, I think, media social media team this yeah. year. Um, so I don't know how much insight he had, but yeah, no, he's I mean, uh, he's in and around the people. That's right. That's, that's the more thing. than people like you and I can say. I think he got on TV once with a foul ball too. One time we met Clark Kellogg. We did, and then people really hated us for taking that picture. Deontay Vaughn gave us dap <laughs> yeah, during sure a free did. throw. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> Melvin's called the show twice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Both times surprises. All right, that's all of our name drops. Um, Lindsey Patterson. Ed. Justin Williams. Ed walked past King Griffey Sr. One time. <laughs> the rest. One time. Oh, yeah, that happened. One and time. Saw, and didn't you see Pac-Man? Uh, yeah, I did at the airport when he was well, flying out to Denver. Yeah, at least he didn't invite you. That dude went to jail. Yeah, that guy did. Oh, so um, one time I was, at the, I was at the gym. It was back when I was at the punch house. And um, uh, Adrian Broner was training for a Showtime fight there at the gym. Mm-hmm. And um, he came walking by me, him and his crew. And I was doing sit-ups. Um, I was on sit-up number four. But I definitely said 100, 101, <laughs> 102, 103. Um, I think one of his dudes just laughed at me and 
pointed. I think he actually pointed too. Because I'm laying on the ground doing sit ups, and I think he literally pointed and kind of laughed and tried to get AB's attention, but he just wasn't going to have oh, that. Oh, that's really funny. That happened once. Um, after having read the blog, though, what are your thoughts on this search? Has uh, your stance changed at all? <laughs> I don't know who we're going to go for. I really don't. I felt indifferent towards Buddy Bell, or I'm sorry, not Buddy Bell, but David Bell, um, before reading the assessment. Right. I feel better about David Bell now. That's I'd be fair. okay if that's the guy that they went after. That's fair. Um, I still don't know that Joe Girardi is a bad move. I think you got to bring somebody in who's okay to break things down more analytically as opposed to old baseball, right. which is why I think Riggleman's got to be out. Um, I don't think you need to give a look anywhere near, and he wasn't mentioned, but anywhere near guys like a Bruce Bochy or a Tony La Russa or a um, Buck Showalter. Um, I think that's why you see some of these teams moving away from some of these old heads. Because you see teams like the Brewers, who are a smaller market than we are. You see teams like the Oakland Addicts, smaller market than arguably maybe than we are. Um the Cardinals have been good every year, and they're about the same size market as we are. Um, Tampa Bay doing bigger things down there, and they're a smaller market than we are. They're doing some things the right way. You try and, and you know, Houston is called a small market, even though I'm not sure that it actually is. Uh, maybe for baseball, but um, uh, yeah, probably for baseball. They're doing really well in these small markets compared to us. We have a much more storied history than the Houston Astros or the Milwaukee Brewers. So, I don't know. I mean, something's going on with the farm system. Something's going on with major league levels. I don't know. I don't know why you're giggling. So, we keep talking about it. The internet's pretty much down. Yeah. YouTube's down. <laughs> Yet, somehow, we're still... Mick Cronin's brother just there. tweeted that it's the Russians. Oh, no. It could All right. be. We don't know. Rounding third. Put a rounding third. Uh, yeah. So, what do we need to do for that? I don't know. We need to come up with something, though. Because I cannot find if, any audio. If we can actually get audio from here forward. That's a good point. I can't find any audio of of Joe Nuxall actually saying rounding third. Maybe there isn't any. It's on a record it's, somewhere. I, actually, my dad probably has a record. I have a record player over there that burns to an MP3. Bing, bang, boom. I'm working on it. Greg, check Dad's records. Is Disney running out of ideas? Yes. Because now they have a real-life Mary Poppins coming out, a real-life Aladdin, a real-life Nutcracker. They already had real-life Beauty and the Beast, and I heard they're actually thinking of remaking, in real life, Milo and freaking Stitch? You can't do that. That's not going to make sense. This is my family. I'd rather make him a real li- have him make a real life Monsters Inc. Uh, that that might actually be cool. Because that's a good movie. Maybe that's a good movie. Um, yeah. but yes, they are <laughs> running out of ideas. They're bringing everything back. They're remaking everything. I feel like once every two to three years they come out with an actual new movie. They need to hire my boy Mark Wahlberg. Like, Fro- Frozen came out, what, like six years ago? Frozen's going to come out again in two days. What? This time it's not going to say, let it go. It's going to be, let it go. I got nothing. I don't get it. I got nothing. Was that a joke? It was a trying. It, I was trying really hard on that one, and it didn't It didn't work. I don't know what happened. 
I don't know. Um, and then Moana. But other than that, what have they released in the last couple of years? That's it, right? That's it. I mean, Toy Story 15, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, they're, they bought Star Wars and they've released oh, the 20th episode of God. that. But Yeah. Hey, um, what podcast are you currently listening to? Um, I listen to a couple. I listen to... I started re-listening to all of Serial. Okay. Serial's dope. Serial is dope. I'm listening to season three. Yeah. Right now, I haven't uh, gone back to the Cleveland court system and all yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's been really good. I found the video of that girl's bar fight. Did you? Yeah. Where she's getting, like, smacked on the butt and all that? Yeah. And then punched a cop? Yeah. Awesome. I found that. Um... But, yeah, it, it's super deep, and I don't know. I could listen to that lady read me stories all day. She's good telling she, her stories. Her voice is so good. I don't know what it is, but it's not, like, sexy good or anything like that. It's just, like, I want to listen to her tell a story. She's the Lindsay Patterson of, Patterson of podcasts. All right. Now you made it weird. That, no, it's not. I just... Fine, whatever. <laughs> um, the Joey Votto podcasts. Uh, he has a podcast? No, but I'm just saying he's like, she is like the Joey Votto of podcasts. Oh, yeah. I could listen to Joey tell stories. All day Funny. long. Um, I'm also listening to Bengals Beat. Um, okay. I listen to that pretty much every time they release something. Um, Dan Lebetard every day. I got into High Noon. I still don't know if I love High Noon. It's Bamani Jones and uh, um, the other guy, Pablo, Pablo Torre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's it. I'm. I know you get into like Joe Rogan. So yeah, Joe Rogan just interviewed Roseanne Barr. That was a pretty good one. Um, I'm definitely into Serial. Um, mm-hmm. I just started listening actually two days ago to um, Armchair Expert. Yeah. Um, he had a good interview with Mila Kunis. That was pretty good. But I'm also into Cincy Shirts' podcast, like big time. Like yeah, you've mentioned that. They, he just interviewed. Did I talk about last week when you interviewed Dean Gregory from Montgomery Inn? No. I thought I did. No. About Willie Nelson. Oh, not Willie Nelson. Um, Whaling Jennings sending people up to Cincinnati with five-gallon buckets of... With five-gallon five gallon buckets to get barbecue sauce put in them and brought back down to Texas for his barbecues? Nope. Didn't tell me anything. Okay, like that. that's a good one. You gotta listen to that one. That's pretty good. They also talk about how he bought uh, the Cincinnati Rockers. Yeah? Yeah. That's pretty good. Green and gold. You're up. So... Not the country, but you're Since it's apparently summer's over, it's already winter. It's Can a I tell mild, that joke again? It's a, it's a mild winter, but it's already it's already winter. Um, have you made any homemade chili yet? No. No. I'm glad you asked that question, though. Uh, no, I have not. And usually I'm down with some white chicken chili. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not a real big fan of beans. Okay. Uh, so, no. Huh. But I'm gonna be soon. You should probably get into some chili. A little chili while I'm watching some football. I mean, it's a little chilly, so you should probably be eating some chili. It wasn't as good as my. It's still not a good joke. It's a bad joke. It was. I'm All right. Sorry. Well, that actually wasn't my next question, but I'm I'm gonna put it in a different order. Um, is it okay to eat Skyline for dinner two nights in a row? There's been weeks where I've had Skyline three and four times. Okay, good. Because I won't judge you. Saturday night and Sunday night, I had Skyline chili. It's kind of like if you have like leftover Skyline chili dip. 
You still eat it's, that. It's a, yeah, it's okay to eat that several yeah, days in a row. You always do that. Sometimes you put it in a bun. And The lady at the drive-thru on Sunday night did give me a look. Like, weren't you just here? Well, I would give her a look. Like, you work twice in a row. That's true. That's true. What were you doing working twice in a row? Hmm. Huh, that's a good one. Are you big in a fall and, like, Halloween activities? Um, I used to be in a haunted houses a lot more than I am right now. Have kids, and well, it's really hard yeah. to take the kids to a haunted house. But like, we did some apple picking last week, two weekends ago. Yeah, that wasn't bad. What'd you now do we with have all a these ton apples? of apples. What'd you do with all these apples? Oh my goodness! Um, I've eaten a few. Uh, Michelle <laughs> has made a apple pie, apples on a stick. She made apple, apple pork chops. Bobs. Um, she made apple cake. Um, I'm thinking about making apple sauce. You totally um, didn't catch my Forrest Gump reference. Oh, you mean shrimp? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. So I'm down with that kind of fall stuff. Okay. We went to the pumpkin patch. Have you watched any, like, Halloween movies or no. anything yet? Are you going to watch Hocus Pocus? No. Danielle's been watching it the whole... Since... Uh, I think since you saw October in September's month, you know, when you had, like, the little calendar. Yeah, calendar. Oh, yeah. I think that's when she decided it was okay to start watching Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. I don't know. I, I used to get into that one when I was younger. When I left the house today to come over here to she was record. Uh, no, she was actually watching Rob Zombie, and I was trying to eat, and it was um, disturbing and AF. Had to get out of there. I, w- I bet it was. She's a weirdo. Well, <laughs> she is for marrying you. There is that. Oh, shoot. It's my turn, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Um, are you thinking about going to Cincinnati Podcast Festival? No. Neither I am I. Know, well, I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't find out until yesterday, and I'm kind of upset that we weren't asked to be on the panel. When is it? Uh, November 1st and 2nd. Why would we on, on what panel? Any kind of panel. What do you... Like, how do you start a podcast? Hey. I don't... How do you have great content? Hey. How do you get a download from Australia? Hey. And other countries. Shout out Australia, you're new. United Kingdom downloaded five episodes yesterday. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Tadio. Sweden's still up there? Uh, no, United Kingdom has now beat Sweden. Oh, they got mad. But Sweden did download this week. Yeah, Sweden. Sweden's listening on that Spotify. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand either. any of it. I don't um, understand either, but I feel like I do need to eat some Swedish meatballs on the show one night just out of respect. I need some Swedish fish. Just out of respect. Ooh, Swedish yeah. fish. Ooh. <laughs> oh, those are kryptonite. Let's have a whole Sweden night. Um, my boss at work, Frank, he has like this little jar that he keeps in his huddle room full of Swedish fish. Let's have Swedish meatballs and Swedish fish in honor of the Swedes one night. We'll play their national anthem. Do they have one? I don't know. We find can, out. Can our sound work? Does Google work? Nobody no. knows. Um, but Facebook still works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Facebook still works. It's not being hacked by Russians. Um, what? <laughs> imagine that. Yeah, not, um, not this time, at least. It's because Zuckerberg's a robot. Twitter's barely working right now. What are you going to be for Halloween? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know yet. Have you ever done couples costumes? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 No. I'm no. not talking about that on the show. Oh. No, well, so one year she dressed up like a cop and I dressed up like a criminal. And then another year she dressed up like a cop and I dressed up like... I forget what it was. Like, like a, a cop, cop cow. cow. 
Ooh, apparently the Warriors game is on, and, and, and Jake is just sitting next to Durant. Yeah, well, I hope he sees the floor. Yeah, me too. I'm upset they messed up his shot. Um, let's see. I We kind of touched on this already, but are you excited uh, for the roster updates for NBA 2K19? Well, yeah, duh. Gary. That's a great question. Troy. Um, yeah, I mean, we did literally talk all about it already. I know. Sorry. I told you I was going to talk about it, and then you went and brought <laughs> it up anyways. So, you know, it is what it is. Have you ever had an MRI? I have, actually, on my head. On my neck, actually, on my neck. I was going to say, on your head, that's a CAT scan. Yeah, no, it's on my neck. Um, I had a CAT scan once. I was in fifth grade. Oh. I remember afterwards. That was way before I knew you. Yeah, I remember afterwards we went to Pizza Hut. Um, was it the Pizza Hut buffet? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god. In Clifton. Pizza Hut buffet is probably one of the most underrated things in the entire world. I don't know why there aren't more Pizza Huts with Pizza Hut. I don't want to walk into a carryout Pizza Hut. I want to go into a place where there's the Pizza Hut buffet. I miss the Pizza Hut buffets. Man, the barbecue chicken pizza of the Pizza Hut buffet? Yeah. Nobody wants to order a whole barbecue chicken pizza from Pizza Hut. Not not I, said the but cat. If, but if, Huh. Yeah, sorry. But if you want to go to the buffet, you can get your deep dish, you can get the thin crust. Man. You can do whatever you want. Salad. Oh, yeah. You eat a salad. It was like a CeCe's, but better pizza. A lot better. Way better pizza. A lot better. I remember... Uh, it like must... maybe two bucks more. This must have been the same time that the Goofy movie came out, because I remember getting like a God a, a wristband. I have a Goofy movie t-shirt. Like a sweatband. I wore it to basketball the next day. Um, I can't tell you how much I love that effing movie. Goofy movie? Yes. <laughs> when they're at the when they're at the possum town? And the Who's little animatronic. Your favorite possum! <laughs> Lester! <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> oh, what was the song he sang? Um it was high. It was it was high wire, wasn't it? It was no. What's his name? I have it on my phone. I think actually, this is about to happen. It, I hope you don't have it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see if I can find it. And um, I need you to filibuster. What's the What's the grumpy guy's name? Pete. Pete. And he took his son fishing. No, that was yeah, he did. And he had like an electronic fishing reel and and Goofy had the all of those things. Goofy had the um the family passed down from family member to family member uh cast. What is that? Is that it? I don't know. Maybe. It's called it like, I do I do I. It's like power something. Power line. Power line. That's it. Was it. power line. I knew it was something. Somebody probably said that because I just noticed that there's a message here on the Facebook. There it is. The internet decided to work. Joe just asked if any of us are going to the UC scrimmage game on Thursday. I don't know, but the internet's not even working. It's not. The internet. I'm telling you, dude. That's why I can't play any sounds. The Russians, man. Yeah. Alright. I want to go to the scrimmage game, but I can't. I have to get that... In Princeton? Yeah. When is it? Thursday? Thursday. This Thursday? It's free. Well, I mean, they're taking donations for... I knew they're taking donations. I think I'm going to try to go, actually. Go for it. Um, See if you can get some interviews. Yeah, yeah. Just use your phone. Alright. Yeah. See what I can do. I wonder if I can get you a press pass for it. I'll look it up. Alright, cool. I'll, I'll tweet Mike Bone. 
I'm not going to lie to you. I, I had five questions written down. I only have four. That sounds about right. Yeah. All right. We're going to bum. Bum of the week. Because you're training like a damn bum. You know that? Bum. A bum. You are a bum. You're a bum. And that's all you'll ever be. A bum. Oh, that hurts, man. That's it, it, The audio worked. I know I heard. I hope the audio works for my bum. My bum is gonna is gonna be. I know my bum is probably a couple weeks old, but I just found out about it, so I need to make sure everybody knows about it. My bum is Goodfellow Pizza in Lexington. Not only are they my bum because they're in Lexington and nobody likes the Wildcats, but also because <laughs> Barstool Pizza was there. Uh, pizza reviews. One bite is the app. Just found out about it. Um, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. It's just one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Just one bite. Everybody knows the rules. And uh, they kicked my dude out. They kicked my dude Dave off of the premises. El Presidente. Just kicked him out. And so here's the audio, and here's how it happened. Maybe. Thank you. Yep. Hey, sir. Hello? (laughs) All right, Frankie. Uh, We're at Goodfellas. Almost wasn't going to do it because I'm done, and we're still in Lexington, Kentucky. Was supposed to change the shirt, whatever. We're doing it all the night. Almost wasn't going to do this one because I've had good fellas in Indianapolis and I don't want to do chains. It's like we're going all the new places, but everyone's like, hey, press, press, press. This is the original good fellas, the first good fellas. It is awesome in there. The place is gigantic, awesome bar. They got what, a shuffleboard court? Or no, they got bocce. Yeah, bocce. I got it. They got bocce. I'm, I, flashback, I'm like the bocce king. Frank came a lefty, so I put the pizza in my right hand. The Bellini, you throw it like so, and then you take these things called bocce balls while simultaneously, Frankie, eating the pizza. Watch how I do it. Pizza sounds so good. It does. Pizza, bocce, all at once, dynamic. Uh, it is the same company. This is the original. Goodfellas, one bite, everybody knows the rules. Big slice. Frankie, this one could have been sitting around for a while. It is not warm. Strike against Goodfellas. Pizza guy comes, may want to warm it up. Just a thought. Nine point one. Someone just yelled nine point one. It's ice cold. They gave me an ice, ice cold. cold slice. What? Ice cold. Go ice fishing with an igloo on this. This guy's got permission to shoot on my patio today. Uh uh-uh. uh. Cool. So I'm gonna need you to make your way out this way. Okay. I'm gonna give this a zero point zero. Goodfellas kicked out. National Pizza Review 0.0. I'll throw it away for you, though, so we don't litter. It's trash. Thanks, boss. Trash. Such a, such what a, a mistake right that guy made. He made a mistake. Kicked out. Terrible? Kicked out. What? Kicked out. He, that guy kicked us out. Who? This guy? Yep. Dude. Kicked out for what? Great so, pizza. No, I think I got another one, Fred. <laughs> I don't remember kick us out. It's on tape. That's Barstool Sports, man. Barstool. Uh, zero. So he gives him a 0.0 on the app. I went back and confirmed. Mm-hmm. This guy just made all ginger beard people look horrible. <laughs> That's what you're worried about? Yes. Like, uh. It's Barstool Sports, okay? Yep. They're, they're getting big in yep. the last few years. Yep. This guy's rating pizzas everywhere. He has so many pizzas rated. I thought I had a number here, but I don't. 400 something. Yeah. And, outrageous. He had just given him props about how cool their building was and everything. And then and then this 
bouncer who, by the way, if he tried to bounce me, it ain't happening. <laughs> it ain't happening at all. Comes out and says, you have permission to film on my property today? He was the manager. I don't... If he's the manager, he needs to get fired. I don't want him to ever serve pizza again. Ever. Hmm. He's a bum. All right. And that's all he'll ever be. A bum. Well, that hurts, man. That hurts me. Just want to know how that pizza tasted. My bum of the week, I told you earlier, I didn't want to be the blame the referee guy. So you're a bum? But I'm making the referees for the Bengals-Pittsburgh game the bums of the week. Why? They didn't call any holding on the offensive line. They called holding on defense. There were some kind of garbage calls, both on Geno and on Dre, um, with those phantom holding calls. Uh, They missed a Pittsburgh touchdown, um, so it wasn't just on us. Um, They missed the pick. I don't understand why the NFL is running all these 50, 60, 70-year-old people out there. Get younger, and you'll be better, NFL. Be better. So it's the NFL needs to be better this time and not just me. Yes. That's awesome. I love it. So. That's your bum. That's my bum. All right. What's in his fridge? What is in his fridge? Hey, shout out. Uh, Bearcats blog is joining us tonight. Hey. On the, face, on the Facebook. All right. Long time friend. Okay. We take that back to kindergarten friend right there. Way back. Back to the Goodfield court days. Back in the time. I just drove down there the other day. All right. I have Mad Trees Luna Lux White IPA. Um, it says that it mm. is a pale ale, or iron, a white, white India pale mm. ale, brewed with coriander and lemon peel. 6%. That's what I got. That's what you got. Um, apparently, we're moving into the, the, gui- the, the ciders. Um, it is fall. It is fall. It is fall. So I have Rheingeist Cidergeist called Wowie. It is an ale with pineapple and passion fruit. Normally, I'm not a big fan of passion fruit, uh, but we'll check it out. It's, uh, let's see, 6.2% uh, alcohol by volume. I had a six-pack of that this weekend, and it was delicious. Canned in the great state of Cincinnati. Huh. Luna Lux, and you got the Wowie. Wowie. Ooh, this little tart. It's not bad though. Hmm. I don't taste the passion fruit. I, I definitely taste it. You don't know that you like it? I don't know that I love it. Who's it's, a mad tree? It's not bad. It's not. I don't know that I'd go buy a six pack and be like, man, I can't wait to get into that Luna Lux White IPA. It says it has lemon peel. It does. And coriander. Huh. I don't know. This is pretty good. I mean, I, I don't taste the passion fruit too much, but I do taste pineapple. You do taste the pineapple. I like that. That's not bad. But all right. Again, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. We'll be better next week. I hope so. We have to be better next week. (laughs) We're in prime time. We have to do better. Fred, I'm Aaron. We out. out.